This is Ryan Watches a Movie, where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Gun balls in the lobby yard. Watching the Grubbian Crawl. Magi. Little kids got naked and had lots of sex. Don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie, episode number 44. My name is Adam. Today I'm joined by Kevin. How are you, Kevin? I'm doing good. Also joined by Ryan. How are you? Eh. Alright. Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, what movie did we have you watch this week? Surviving Christmas. Surviving Christmas. This is from 2004. We picked this in honor of the Fitzgerald family Christmas coming out this week. This is directed by Mike Mitchell. Stars Ben Affleck, James Gandolfini, Christina Applegate, and Catherine O'Hara. We have a trailer here. Let's give this a listen. Let's give this little thing a listen here. Mm-hmm. This is Surviving Christmas. I'm busy! One day that computer's gonna get our baby a good job. What he's doing up there, nobody's gonna pay him for it. Because if they did, I would have retired at 17. What are you doing for Christmas? Family. Nice. Why? Why can't I come by? That's it. That's the house I grew up in. There's a guy out there. What the hell is that? Did you hear that? <laughs> you know what we used to call that squeaky stare? The squeaky stare. <laughs> Please, please let me stay here. No. I'll pay you. My family's not for sale, pal. I'll pay you $250,000. Welcome home, son. The Valco family will aid Mr. Latham in recapturing those childhood Christmas memories. No! Can't feel my toes. Including celebrations, all due festiveness, various and sundry merriments. And Yuletide Glee. Hey, Mom. Who's this? Mom, who is this? Your dad's rented his Okay, I think we get the idea. Let me go ahead. Glee. Let me go ahead and read the synopsis here. A lonely, obnoxious young millionaire pays a family to spend Christmas with him. All right, Ryan, what'd you think of this? This is the most ridiculous idea ever for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I. I just don't understand what kind of fucking moron sits in an office and thinks, oh, this is a good idea. I think I'll make this movie because it made no sense at all. And the story was outright. Like, most of the time when I'm watching a movie, I'd like to... Escape from reality and kind of live where they're living. But uh, in this, I just kind of wanted to escape my TV and kill myself. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So you didn't want to live where they were living? No, I I don't want them to be living. And then on top of that, you didn't want to be living at all. In any well, place, fictional or real. This this was actually the, the one of the first times I would rather be at my house than somewhere else. Like in this mood. <laughs> so you wow. didn't you didn't want to live with the Valco family, huh? No. Reminds me of Shane Falco. I don't know why. Okay. From, what's that movie? They replaced me. 
I guess um, yeah. Michelle Falco. Gotcha. <laughs> Valco? Falco? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh man. So why don't you why don't you tell us about this movie? What happened? Well basically like the plot's in or the synopsis in. Uh a guy and his girlfriend they're celebrating Christmas and he gives their first class tickets to Fiji. And she freaks out and says they should want to spend time with his family and whatnot. And they don't really get into why. They just, you just know that he doesn't want to do it. So she breaks up with him and he, for whatever reason, he goes to an airport and runs into a psychologist and he tells him to write down like sort of like his problems and burn them and say I forgive you. So what does he do? He gets to his childhood house, what any other normal person would do, where another family is living and proceed to live with them for Christmas and inconvenience the shit out of them. Hmm. It seems like as much <laughs> as this family gets annoyed by him, we, the audience, also get annoyed by him. I agree 100%. Because <laughs> just by watching the trailer, I was just like, oh my god, how could you endure... 91 minutes of this. I mean, they were paid $250,000, though. Yeah, I mean, sure. I'd now, now, would you take... Ryan, would you take him up on that offer? If he popped up at your house this Christmas? If he was paying me a quarter million dollars, I would probably take it, but I would have any contract that if he annoyed me, I could shoot him in the face, <laughs> probably. I don't know if he would sign that contract. No, I don't well, think so. Well, then, you know what? Give it to Ahmad signing his contract. Until <laughs> I can work. So, you're only going to take $250,000 from this Ben Affleck character if he shows up at your house for Christmas if there's a clause in the contract where you're allowed to shoot him in the face. Correct. <laughs> I'd take it. I'd take the t- the two hundred fifty. Yeah, I mean, like, how long does he stay with them? Is uh, it just Christmas days or for, like, uh, a week? It's, like, two or three weeks. Wow. They don't really exactly say when he goes there. They just say that it ends Christmas at, at uh, midnight. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'd do it. I don't care if he was annoying. I would do it. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely do that. And... What's what's the big deal, you know? I would just run errands all day. <laughs> just you know what I mean? Stay yeah, stay out of his hair. Now did I do ever watch Christina Applegate with my sister. Wait, no, I don't. <laughs> I was yeah. say, why would you <laughs> You're going down you're going down a very weird road here, Ryan. Myself, I wish I lived with her. So you you wish you were the Ben Affleck character pretending to be brother and sister with her when you're when you're not really correct. Now I'm assuming that there's some sort of uh, love thing that happens with the two of them. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. That's the uh, feel-good Christmas part of this movie, I guess. Ah. Uh, I thought the love interest was Catherine O'Hara. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. And it's a shame to see Catherine O'Hara go from Home Alone to this. Yeah. And speaking of Gandolfini, killing them softly, which we just talked about on Monday. Yeah. I mean, I'd say that's a pretty big step up. What, from Surviving Christmas? Yeah, most definitely. (laughs) Now, um, Surviving Christmas, this is on uh, Empire's worst Christmas films of all time. And this is number one. This is ranked the worst Christmas film of all time. Wow. So it's worse, according to them, it's worse than uh, your beloved Jingle All the Way, Ryan. Yes. I knew there was hope. (laughs) I think Jingle All the Way sits around like number four or something. (laughs) It'll always be number one in my heart. Well, not or not number one in the worst movies. Number one is in I love that movie. So you legitimately love Jingle All the Way. I don't know. I haven't seen it for quite a number of years. But as of as of right now, this isn't like an ironic thing. This is you actually gaining enjoyment out yes. of Jingle All the Way. Correct. I never even saw Jingle All the Way, so I can't. I really can't say. I really don't. I can't really have an opinion on it, but it looks horrible. And I don't know how old we were when that came out, but I I remember even when that, however old I was when that came out, I was like, nope. Well, it came out in 96, so we're probably 13. Yeah. Jingle all the way. Let's talk about Mike Mitchell, prolific director. I I would call him prolific. He did such greats. As Sky High, Shrek Forever After, Alvin and the Chipmunks Chipwrecked, Deuce Bigelow Male Gigolo, and he did four episodes, or three episodes, of the hit series Greg the Bunny. Oh, Greg the Bunny. <laughs> so, pretty much, uh, he's a great director. We always seem to find a way to talk about uh, Deuce Bigelow. Yeah, I, I did notice. It always, it always pops up yeah, for some reason. I did notice that that does pop up quite often. And I completely forgot what Sky High was. That's the one with uh, Kurt Russell where it's like the, a superhero academy or whatever. Yeah. Oh, Lord have mercy. I remember catching that on TV several years ago. and I mean, it's for what it is. It's a kid's movie. You know, it's not yeah. horrible. Do you have anything else to add about this, Ryan? It's not really. Cr- I'm, I'm pretty into... Christmas movies, and this is more of a feel-good, stupid-ass, non-Christmas <laughs> Christmas movie. So, what? yeah, I get, I, yeah, I'm just gonna say it's wasted time again. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Now... I feel like there's a lot of Christmas movies like this where you have the rich, you know, the selfish rich guy who doesn't like Christmas and doesn't want to, you know, partake in the Christmas festivities. And then something happens and 
He regains his love for the holidays. Yeah, he's got to learn the true meaning of Christmas. There's just so many movies. So many movies. Which, oddly, is never about just buying a ton of shit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which is the true meaning of Christmas. Yeah. Nowadays. Now, did this movie make you laugh at all, Ryan? Was there any scenes that made you laugh? When, what was that part that we just saw in the trailer? The squeaky stare part? Yeah. <laughs> that, that made you laugh. because it was fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, no. It looks like there's a lot of um, kind of slapstick in this. Would you? Yeah. Is that accurate? Oh, you got You got to love slapstick. Uh, I'll tell you, I mean, one, my all-time favorite Christmas movie... National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation does slapstick. They do it in such a yeah, way that it's just so good. <laughs> Chevy, Chase, Chevy Chase is like the master of slapstick comedy, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That would probably I, just, I, I just can't imagine Ben Affleck being that great at slapstick comedy. No, I, I saw the trailer for this, and I just kept thinking to myself, Argo, Argo, <laughs> this is the guy who stars and directed Argo. Surviving uh, Christmas. Yeah, uh, he he had a he had a little patch there where he was just taking work wherever he could. Get right. It. I'm well. I mean, in, in a way, though, I I don't blame him for that because if you think about it, up to that point, you know, he did some of those. He did some small, relatively small films. Had small. <laughs> this was that was during that time, I believe. And your games. Yeah, and uh, what was the one Mimics or something? It was like a science fiction horror movie. There's that what was Paycheck. Yeah, Paycheck. I mean, it it, just, I mean, you got to think back though. Maybe doing all these movies gave him the money to do Argo and stuff. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, when if you're if you're a nobody, if you're a struggling actor in Hollywood, and then you have your big break, you know, you have Goodwill Hunting. That's that's your big break. And then you start getting all these offers, you're going to take the offers because you don't know. You know, you, you might be. Yeah, it could be over at any moment. Exactly. Your career, your 15 minutes might be up. So you're going to take everything. And I, I don't blame him for doing reindeer games or, or this or anything. No, because if you if, think of yourself as if you were an actor, would you not take those roles? Exactly. You know, they're offering you money? Exactly. See, the guy's got to make money. No, I mean, I'm sure that he looks at these movies like maybe a misstep or not a great decision. Oh, but I'm sure he does. <laughs> I, I can only hope that he does. I, I, I'm almost at the point where I'm likening Ben Affleck's career to Sean Penn's, where they, he, they made these like goofball, silly movies early on, and then they get real serious all of a sudden. Yeah. There probably came a point in time where he's like, "Okay, I I made enough money from these shit movies that it's time to get serious. I don't have to do this shit anymore." Yeah, I mean, once once you make enough money, I mean, you're you're good to go. He paid his dues. I just hope that he directs a Surviving Christmas too. <laughs> I can't <laughs> I even imagine. I think that's what he's doing after Argo. But it's it's not going to be a comedy. It's actually going to be like it's literally sur- surviving Christmas. Yes. It's going to be it's, it's going to take be, place in like Rwanda. It's going to be serious as shit. <laughs> oh man. 
All right, Ryan, any final thoughts before we uh, give you your drum roll on this? Uh, the dude from Sex Drives in this movie. I, that just makes it terrible. What dude? Which what is the, the main kid? The main kid? Oh, uh, I, know, I know who you're talking about, yeah. The black-haired kid? Yeah. No. Wait, is he a black kid? I know who you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. I was hoping that it would be the, the goofy friend from Sex Drive, because I like uh, him. <laughs> I actually like him. Who are we talking about? Uh, he plays one of the the children. Uh, I think his name is, is it Josh Zuckerman? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Josh Zuckerman. I gotcha. All right, Ryan, let's uh, give you a drum roll. What do you give Surviving Christmas? Four. Four out of ten for Surviving Christmas. Now, obviously this is better than... Silent Night, Deadly Night, right? Yeah, but it's so fucking retarded. <laughs> it's like comparing apples to apples. <laughs> <laughs> They're both stupid. They're both stupid as shit. The other one was just worse. Oh, jeez. Well, how was Gandolfini? Uh, well, I'm a fan of his, and... He kind of, I don't know, just like his mannerisms and the way, like when he gets angry, he gets angry at everything. <laughs> and the faces he makes and whatnot, he's kind of, he interests me. He interests me. Not, not in this way. Okay. All right. Now I have to ask, because I didn't hear it in the trailer, does he do, do his, uh, his uh, fat breathing? A lot in this movie? <laughs> um, at some points. At some points? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. I'm, I'm sure that... You can, you can catch it every now and then. It's all done. You can catch it. <laughs> if you're intently listening. <laughs> I'm going to watch Surviving Christmas just to hear the Tony Soprano mouth breathing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, Good times. <laughs> uh, well, I think that wraps it up. Did you want to add anything else before we close out, Ryan? Mm, no. Nah. No? All right. For all the latest film news and reviews, visit us at filmpulse.net. We want to hear your feedback. Send us an email at feedbackfilmpulse.net or call our voicemail line at 850-391-6071. Also, please take a minute to rate us on iTunes. We appreciate that very much. For filmpulse.net, my name is Adam. And I'm Kevin. And I'm Ryan. <laughs> and we'll see you on Tuesday. <laughs> see you later. I heard I heard the thing go doo doo. Maybe his mic got unplugged or something. I think he went to watch Jingle All the Way. <laughs> I think he was just like, you know, fuck this. I'm gonna go watch Jingle All the Way. All this jingle talk. <laughs> <laughs>